This is Research Break, Avatar The Last Airbender, Netflix show, episode one, Aang, and now. Hello. Welcome. This is Research Break, brought to you. (laughs) This is Research Break, brought to you by Research Rank Repeat. This is co-host Hannah. This is co-host Alyssa, and I'll just have you know, Hannah, I'm not cutting that out when I go to edit this episode. Uh, yeah, we don't really edit these episodes, so yeah. Should have just stuck with it. It's fine. You know what? You're really committed, and I, I commend you for that. Yeah. That will show on the recording. Oh, will. Yeah, we are back with another research break. Yeah. So Hannah and I sat down about 20 minutes ago. We finished episode one of Avatar The Last Airbender live action show on Netflix, episode one titled Aang. Yes. Uh, So we're going to talk about it. I have a lot of thoughts. There's a lot to unpack. Um, I think the first thing I'm going to do is sip some cactus juice and... There you go. Get ready to get into it. Yeah. Whew. You know what? I forgot. We weren't we gonna get background about the show and like talk about that before the episode. You know what? Let's just save it to the end. Let's do it the last episode. You know? Yeah. Let's throw it like when we get to the end, we can talk about some background about it. I'd rather just do that then than now. Also, because say, I, we also don't like need to get that much background because it's not our normal format. No, that's true. So you know what? Fuck it. Fuck Avatar. <laughs> fuck the <laughs> background. Fuck Grand Grand. Um, yeah, Grand Grand was very strange. All right. I think before we get into specifics, maybe we should just kind of go a general overview. Um, before we get into specifics, do we want to kind of follow from the beginning, like talk about it as the episode goes along? Like we don't have to do beat for beat everything, but we can kind of talk about our general thoughts as the episode went along kind of deal. Yeah. Chronologically is what the word I'm looking for and was stalling until I could find it in my brain. Yeah. I mean, like, opening scene. So, like, opening scene-wise, like, I was intrigued. I was, too. And I felt very, like, drawn in because, obviously, it's a different opening scene than the animated show. And it's... Right. It's... You kind of don't know what's going on. It's, like, a chase scene in, like, the streets and there's clearly firebenders and earthbender. Yeah. Um, and I thought, you know, I'm like the firebending, the earthbending looked pretty decent. I wasn't like as scared as I thought because I thought I was a little bit like weary. We talked about that. How do they display the elements, the different bendings? Yeah, that is something we and had I discussed. Thought, like, it was pretty decent. Like I wasn't mad about it. Yeah. Um, I'd just like to start by saying I recorded almost three pages worth of notes during this episode, which is maybe the most I've done ever for anything. I just want you to see. So this page was from our preview, but I recorded this and this and that, all from this. I just kept, anytime I had a thought, I just wrote it down, a stream of conscious style, you know? Yeah. Um, but yeah, I agree. I thought it was really interesting. The beginning felt very Mulan. Uh, like when the yeah. Huns are invading China, when the like when the earthbending spy uh, is captured, is in front of the um, Fire Lord uh, Sozin, the old man, uh, 
And it felt very much like, now all of China will know that you are here. Yeah. Like, light the fire on the Great Wall. Um, Which I thought was interesting. But yeah, I did really find it unique to kind of set up this political thriller um, element more so now than later on. Because I feel like the political elements don't really start to come into play until maybe book two um, in the animated show, I guess I should say, or the end of book one kind of deal. Like, that's a lot less uh, of the focus until way later on. But I thought it was interesting to be like, yeah, we have these earthbending spies who get some knowledge that they're going to come attack them. But really, he's like, oh, ho, ho, we got you. We fooled you. We you wanted you. We wa- You got played. We wanted yeah. you to have that information. Um, we're actually going for the air nomads, you know. We're hitting them now. And I thought that was interesting to kind of set up this idea that, like, there had been rumors of the war and rumblings. And, like, I remember from the animated show, like, they kind of – tease that like Sozin this um fire lord at the time had kind of started to like dip his toes into taking over little territories and Roku was like fuck that shut your mouth sit down uh know your place and then he died and then he was like cool I can do whatever the fuck I want um but I did find it interesting the way they chose to tackle the um, like using the comet to take out the air nation and the way they set that portion up. Yeah. Um, I think I think it maybe felt a little less um what was the word I used? I wrote down something. Uh, like, I felt like it, it felt a little less effective in this than it did in the animated show. Like, the setup of it. Because I feel like when we get to that point, you know, we never see, in throughout the show, we never see the actual, like, attack of the Fire Nation. And mm-hmm. I, I'm pretty sure that's just because it's a children's show. And you can't really show a bunch of firebenders just, like, genociding an entire nation, right? Like, that's pretty... I think Nickelodeon was like, mm-mm-mm, not doing that. Um, and so that aspect, that part, the actual, like, them attacking, I thought was fine. Yeah. Um, that part I thought was fine. I didn't, however, love the setup into that. Um, I understand they're like, hey, we're having a comet festival, so every airbender in the world is coming right here, conveniently, in the same spot. Um, right. And I was like, okay, I get that. But then also, um, and I don't know how far you got in your um, watch through of book one. Um, did you watch episode three yet? Yeah, I got, I tried or to get, 12? I think I got through, no, I got through... Okay. I think I got through like six or seven. I was trying to at least get through the first chunk because I figured the first couple episodes, which I was right, had a lot to do with the first episode. So the episode 12, The Storm, which is basically like a background into Zuko and Aang and like kind of parallels them. That's where we get that background about Aang learning he's the Avatar and that setup. So I felt like I didn't necessarily like some of the changes they made where it's like, in the animated show, and, and I know it's not the same thing, but I'm going to compare because it's very it's a retelling of a story that already exists. 
So Gyatso, his like mentor, um, who I like, support Gyatso. He like they know he's the Avatar. These other guys want to tell him, um, and because they're trying to prep for this war, because they know like it's it's something's happening. And he's kind of adverse to that. He's like, he's a child. We need to, like, let him be a kid. Um, and they're like, we're going to send him away because you're getting too close to him. And so right. Gyatso's like, I'm not going to let them take take you away from me. But Aang ran, runs away because he's like, I don't want to go to another air temple. Like, he runs away. He's afraid. And this, the way they stage it is almost as if he can't sleep. And he goes on a little midnight flight with Appa and happens to get caught in a wave. So it feels different in the way that they're portraying Aang's aversion to being the Avatar. It's not really the same type of feeling. And that could be fine. Um, The way they set that up could be fine. Because again, we're only one episode in and it's going to build. So I'm, I'm not like, oh, that's terrible. I hated the way they do that. But I did find that to be really interesting the way they kind of change that dynamic of that um yeah. relationship with Gatso and also like the way that he approaches the avatar aspect of his life yeah yeah i honestly i didn't remember a lot of that because i haven't gotten right. to that episode um but yeah i did th- i remember seeing like seeing the way he acted towards it and i was like i don't really remember that being the case from the show yeah um yeah it's hard because it's like i know that the show is probably trying to not recreate the original show yeah um it definitely seems like that based on what we've seen so far right and i'm like i get that because it's one of those things where like this is a weird comparison but we've done this subject on our show so so roll with it it was similar to like when someone absolutely did a performance on american idol and like you didn't want to touch it after that right yeah and the only way you could touch it again was if you completely did something different of course and like tried to mix it up so it's like i get them wanting to do different things because we did say we don't want a shot for shot of the show i don't like that i don't think anyone wants that um i think though like there might be certain things we find where we don't necessarily either, like, agree with mm-hmm. or, like, it's a little bit too far. Like, they're trying to go too far from the original. Yeah. So that might be one of those cases. Because there was, I mean, there was other stuff, like, that I was kind of like, oh, that's, like, a, a choice. We said that a couple times. It's a choice. Airbending. Yeah, like, okay, because we talked about the firebending, the earthbending looked pretty good. Yeah, I was happy with, with the way those looked so far. Yeah, um, the airbending was a bit... <laughs> a bit janky. <laughs> Which I did, I did think that the airbending is the hardest it, to... It is, it is. ...show, because, like, I've seen superhero shows try and do, like, fast moving and air stuff, yeah. and it can get a little weird. Yeah. Um, yeah, there was some air stuff, specifically it, towards the, the beginning. It was like, he almost looked like he was flying, which I'm like, is not. Yeah. I'm not into that. I don't like the idea that we're like, oh, hey, look, he's floating, he's flying in the air. Like, I like more when it's like, he can jump really high because he's got a little air boost, right? Like, right. it's more like momentum instead of just like, I'm hovering, I'm flying, yeah. I'm airbending. Which, yeah, that's a bit, that could, that could improve, you know, that yeah. does, might not only be like that, but yeah, the, of the four bending elements that we've seen, again, we haven't really seen a lot of water bending, 
No, uh, I mean the, the brief water bending we actually saw was, was fine. Like, it was okay. Yeah, it was I'm fine. Like it's not bad. Um, yeah, I I don't know. I'm curious to see how they, what else they're gonna do with the airbending yeah. and how they like try and change. Because I did actually like the one thing I did think they did fine was Aang on the glider. I thought that looked yeah fine. that looked fine that actually looked fine that part but I but they didn't really was, utilize that no, until they didn't. later on until like the very so, close to the end which of the was episode a little. I mean, I, I get if you're trying to, like, save that element, right. but it is a little strange. Um, in terms of, like, set, uh, I made a comment. Hannah and I watched this over, like, the Netflix party where you can, like, um, be yes. watching the you scene. you can, like, chat, and you basically. You can, can chat while yeah. you're watching and you're on the same timeline and you can pause it. Right. Like, if someone's got to pee or whatever, you can pause it. Uh, or get a drink or whatever. But um, something that I had mentioned was that I thought the, like, the, uh, the set pieces were pretty well designed i, yeah. I did, did liked i don't know why i just was like little, 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 i did a little that's all folks little porky pig there porky pig in it um no oh, god <laughs> i'm not wearing pants surprise uh, i'm pretty sure porky pig doesn't wear pants right doesn't he just have a shirt on? i don't think any cartoon characters wear pants you know what you're probably right winnie the pooh didn't no you wore a shirt he just got a little little short crop top He's a body positive icon, Um, as we've discussed. Daffy Duck in it, yeah. Yeah. Um, But anyway, off tangent, it's fine. Um, I thought the colors were really vibrant for, like, the the Southern Air Temple. Um, I know this style is a bit different from the animated show, but I thought it was fine. Um, I didn't dislike the way it looked. Um, When we got to the Water Nation, got to the Southern Pole, I felt like the background sets were really blurry did you notice that yeah like they were really I didn't like know out if of it was focus like, i didn't know if it was because like they clearly had to use like some clearly. sort of they have some sort of a blue or green screen situation right so like, i didn't know if it was because of that but yeah they did they did there was some notable difference in like quality yeah. and visual like yeah from the air nation that. to the like the water tribe i right, noticed right. i was like it seems a bit blurry yeah um, and i'm i've kind of equated that to like them probably having to use some sort of yeah. thing and like maybe the, i don't know what the budget is like for this but yeah yeah i i did though i will say one thing about this um attack on the air nomads that we actually see i did think it was interesting that um we get to see like the power of the comet immediately yeah. Because in the in the show, you don't see that until the end of the show. Like, the finale is where you see that kind of, like, intense firebending. And I kind of thought that was, you know, like, you set the stage early. Although, yeah. I don't feel like it was as big as it could have been. No. I mean, they were just, like, setting people on fire and, like, and that well, was pretty intense. But um, And, like, I wrote a note about it, too. Like, I wonder how much of that, like, maybe they want to save some stuff yeah. to... Because, you know, you don't want to give all your tricks right right at the beginning. like Sure. I mean, I definitely noticed, like, talking about that and, like, immediately seeing... It's definitely a lot, like, darker of a show. Oh, yeah, for sure. Than, than Avatar. Um, which part of me is, like... I think that's cool to do. Yeah. Um, I assumed it would be for a live action yeah. audience, not on Nickelodeon. That was my assumption is that we would yeah. get a bit more of a darker tone. Yeah. I yeah. wonder like what effect though it will have like on the characterization because like, yes, I did notice that Aang definitely seemed a bit more like, not as like 
lighthearted and playful as he might be in the comics. And um, I know there's, like, a lot in the first episode that he was dealing with, so I wonder if they'll show that side of him more. Yeah. But, yeah, I definitely, like, I will say, I want to say, Zuko, the person who played Zuko, like, T- 10 out of man, 10. 10 out of working. 10. That, that man was working. man had it on point. Um, I, he did. I got really loud. I just see my audio tracks blaring off the, yeah, the page. But no. no he, I, he was the best, like, anime to re- yeah, regular character, like, for me. I agree. And we'll get into a bit of the characterizations. Um, probably now would be a good point. But I, we might uh, as well. I 100% yeah. agree of the main cast. I am yeah. sold on Zuko. I'm yeah. in. Like, I think he is, he's got it. Like, he's doing the moves. Yep. Um, like, I thought the martial arts, the firebending was good for, like, where Zuko's supposed to be. You know, he's this moody emo teenager. Um, I thought the look was right. Um, the yep. facial expressions, I felt like, were right. Um, yeah. The attitude. I, like, yeah, I thought Zuko, surprisingly, I was surprised. I was like, this yeah. is not what I would have thought going into this mm-hmm. that I thought that was gonna be the hardest one to do right yeah no he was like yeah props to that like, actor I wish I should look up his name because I don't know who plays him yeah um yeah like I definitely as soon as he like the first scene like as soon as he started talking I was like you know what like I'm not mad about this and he does he very much fits the character um so props to the actor my father my father yeah we were concerned but he pulled yeah, through he pulled through uh his name is Dallas James Liu Liu Okay. Uh, full support. I you got it, dude. Uh, that's a that's a round of applause. Yeah, you nailed it. Uh, that was the biggest surprise for me. I'm gonna be completely honest because yeah. Zuko is like my favorite character of that show. Yeah, arguably, um, his journey is amazing, incredible. Like character development, his development is some of the best ever in general. Just like through a show, so I'm very protective of Zuko as a character. Yeah. But happy. yeah, I mean, again, we're only in one like, episode, but like he's yeah, I'm if this is the vibe we're going for, I'm here for I'm it. In. I'm in. Yeah. yeah, I'm sold. I think um, it's hard to tell because some of these characters we didn't get to see a lot of. Yeah. I feel like Katara. I was like, OK, like I can see the the beginnings of like Katara. I am most concerned about Katara, if I'm going to be completely oh, honest. I'm not. That's my biggest concern right now. OK. And I'm curious to hear what you think because um i i noticed some things and i have some some hesitancy i well i know we kind of uh, were there was a scene where she like full water bended from down in the water like how many feet like probably oh at least 100 feet in the air right yeah and so that yeah I, maybe that's not what i mean i'm i feel like in terms of her character in terms of her like i don't know how to say but like her the way she comforted Aang. Yeah, I thought that was After fine. his Avatar yeah. state. Like, those kind of things reminded me of the character of yeah. Katara in the anime. Um, I'm a bit, like, I don't know. I, there's a few things with her character where I'm, like, it, that's why I, I kind of feel hopeful. But I'm, like, depending yeah. on how they take her it character. Depends. Yeah. Because um, it could get, it could, I, pour, like, get yeah. poor quickly. My concern is... On more than one occasion, she's mentioned, um, like, being a warrior, that she wants to be a warrior, that she wants to protect her village. Um, She mentions to Aang about becoming a warrior. Like, I just feel like that part of her character is certainly a part of her character, but that, to me, is something that builds throughout the show. Like, I feel like when we start, she's not, like, 
she doesn't have that confidence yet, at least yeah. in the animated show, and she builds into that. And I, that development is really nice and great, and I love that development. You know, when we get to the end of book one, and she's like, if you're man enough to fight me, you know, fight me to this, like, old uh, sexist, I almost said racist, this old sexist waterbedding master who won't train her because she's a girl. And she's like, fuck you. Fight me if you're man enough. And I'm, and then we get to that point. But I feel like she's, like, kind of already there now. Yeah. And so I'm a little worried that development is maybe not going to be there. But I do agree, like, if they do it right, like, it'll be yeah. fine. But I, like, at least from what I saw, I'm a little nervous about her character. Not okay. the actress. I think the actress is fine. Yeah. But just, like, I get that, what you mean, that development. Yeah. I think I'm most concerned... I feel like Aine, like, I feel like the actor's doing a pretty good job, and I feel like he's a little bit, like, heavier than the the um, anime, or the cartoon character, but I also feel like that's kind of the tone of the show a little bit. Yeah. Um. So I don't really, I'm not too concerned about his character. I feel like he definitely seems like, I mean, compared to the movie. Well, yeah, compared to the movie, yeah. anything would be better. Yeah. Um, the monks sorry name me, to The you. monks name me Ong. Yeah, sorry to the child actor who played him in the movie. Yeah, but, sorry. Um, I mean, I think that was more direction than his fault. Yeah, but I think I'm more concerned about... About Sokka? Sokka and potentially Iroh. Okay, yeah. Um, Iroh because... One, because I love him so much. Iroh's big shoes to fill. Um, I also feel like, though, for some reason, the acting seemed a little bit, like, flat. Like For Iroh? Yeah, yeah. because Iroh has this characteristic of, like... He's kind of just like he doesn't really give a shit yeah. <laughs> about yeah. like like though there's a war going on and there's all this stuff and he's like I want to go get me some tea yeah. and I'm like same I'm gonna play same. some pie show and you know and they had that in the in the show and it was like jasmine tea but like it just didn't feel right to me yeah um it felt a little flat so I'm a little concerned about that Sokka I don't know when I the first I'm optimistic. Okay, I'll the first you, like, I'll tell you why after you talk about yours. Yeah. The first like 20 seconds I sent Alyssa a message and I was like I'm not feeling this. Yeah. Um I don't know, maybe because I love like Sokka's voice actor so much that's that fair. I'm like that's what I want to hear. But I do think the last like 10 minutes of the show did give me some like this yeah. could be okay. Yeah. Because I feel like um I started to see like some of the characteristics that Sokka had in the animated show yeah. come through, but I just like I was just a little bit concerned because of the characterization at the beginning. For sure. Um, I I am optimistic. And there's something that I think they set up that's really interesting change from the animated show to, to this. Um, and it's something that I noticed and I wrote down because I was like, that's an interesting change. I feel like they really set up and emphasized Aang's relationship with Sokka way more than they did with his and Katara's at least from what we've seen. Because I feel like in the animated show, you get him and Katara bond right away, and Sokka, it kind of takes him a while to warm up to Aang. Like, he's not really... They don't have their buddy-buddy great relationship right away. It takes a while to build. Whereas I feel like you get a lot more of, like, Aang and Sokka kind of, like, understanding each other a lot better now as opposed to later. And whereas, like, him and Katara, I feel like, don't have that, like, instant bond that they do... Um, which is an interesting change that I'm honestly, I'm okay with. I think that's an interesting, um, change that I was like, yeah, I can see it. Um, cause I, I, Aang and Sokka's relationship is some of the funniest stuff in the show. Like, I love their, like, bromance they got going on, you know, support. Um, 
And so I was like, that's an interesting change. So, like, I feel like if they build that, it will, like, I feel, like, confident about Sokka based on what I saw with that. Because, like, there's that moment where, like, Sokka's defending the village, you know, and he gets his ass kicked by Zuko, which they kept. That was a different, like, way they framed it, but it was the same outcome, you know. But Aang was like, no one's ever defended me like that before. Like, it sets up this, like, Aang's respect for Sokka, and Sokka's really big on respect, especially early on, you know. So I was like, yeah. oh, I like that, like, change, because, like, that wasn't really the dynamic initially, like, in the original show. Um, yeah. So that, so that's why I'm optimistic about Sokka, because I felt like that was set up really well. Yeah, I feel like it does lead to, it leads to some interesting potential, like, um, having it kind of, like, the opposite of how the show, the other show did it. I feel like that leads to some potentially, like, storylines, like, and how they go about, um progressing like the character's relationship yeah which would be interesting to see yeah i i do i do think that like if they hadn't had the last 10 minutes they had with him and Sokka, like i think i would have been a bit more concerned yeah um but yeah i still feel concerned about iroh and i haven't had those concerns eased yeah but i feel like but iroh, he also wasn't iroh in grows. it much yeah he wasn't in yeah. it much um i feel like they didn't really set up this um because I feel like with Iroh, especially Iroh and Zuko's relationship, there's this, like, silliness to Iroh, but there's also this, like, he really is pushing him. Like, you know, he's yeah. like, you know, you're not getting it. Like, I remember there's, like, the scene wasn't, it was done kind of similarly, but not exactly the same, where he's, like, training to meet the Avatar, and he's like, teach me the more advanced set, I need to know it, and he's like, you're not getting it, like, you're not you're not yeah. doing the firebending right and he's like no teach it to me like you're just like a lazy old you know kind of deal like i feel like that push and pull is not necessarily set up yet or at least the same way yeah so i feel like if it if it builds right it should be fine um at least their relationship i'm not sure about iroh himself we'll have to yeah. see about that um yeah i think though that's fair do you have anything else about characteristics? Because I have, like, a one other major thing I want to cover. No, we can move on. Okay, this is probably my biggest complaint about this episode, is I feel like from the point of the iceberg to when Zuko shows up, they did not do that right. No. The whole, like, getting in the Water Tribe, setting up that he's an airbender, that he, you know... And then eventually finding out that he's the Avatar, I was not in on, like, I didn't like the way they changed that. One, why is Grand Grand dropping all the plot? Like, why yeah. is, why, like, I get, you know, her character is supposed to be this, like, hope and, you know, this, like, uh, you know, basically giving Katara this, like, drive and, like, sense of, like, we have to have, we have to have hope. Um, but she's just, just, like, at one point, she just, like, walks over, and I was like, fire, earth, water, air. Long ago, the four nations she said together the intro. She said the the word for word, and I'm not even joking. Like, go back and listen to it. Word, no, for, word, word for word, the intro to the animated show. It just sounded so stilted, and it was weird, and I'm like, I get it's a little Easter egg. Like, ooh, hoo, hoo, we're doing the intro. It didn't fit for this really serious scene about how he's a, an airbender, and he's, like, the last airbender and she's just, like, telling him this, and it, like, I feel like that sense of, like, Aang, 
Because, you know, when Katara tells him, it feels a lot more dramatic and a lot more, like, yeah. serious and, like, he the pain. And, like, I didn't really get that from that scene. No, and, like, Grangren, I think, took too many pills because, like, she was just, like, void of light. <laughs> oh, my God. Like, it was yeah. insane. I literally, like, every scene yeah. she was in, it was, like, man, she sucked. you are the Avatar. And, and then, yeah, like, and then her saying, like, you're the Avatar. Like, what the fuck, Grand Grand? Yeah. Like, no. This is not how you do that. Also, like, how would she know that? How right. would she know that? There was also, like, a weird cut scene to Zuko for the first time, and it was, like, three seconds oh, yeah. of the ship. That was It was weird. weird. So they're setting up this idea that, like, when the light comes up from Aang getting out of the iceberg, you know, he sees the light. But they set up the ship shot before that happened. So there's a weird, right. like, five-second shot where you're, like, burr, 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 ship. And then you're, like, see a little hand doing some doodles. And then it goes back to Aang. And then it goes back to Zuko. And it was just, like, a weird cut. It and was like, weird. And I was, like, and I even, like, sent you a message. I was, like, that was weird. Like, I didn't yeah, love that. Yeah, I do think that there was some scenes that weren't executed. No, great. I agree. Um, um, that's, and yeah, that's, again, so, yeah. That's again one of those things of maybe trying to change things up, but yeah, like, but it doesn't really just work. not executed well. Yeah, yeah. I didn't lo- so I didn't love that. Um, no, I, I was didn't really not. I didn't think that worked super well. Um, like I liked, I did like the change of the scene. Like in the animated show, they go to this like old uh, Fire Nation ship, this like abandoned ship, and they are walking around and it's booby trapped and whatever. And I liked that they just like had this spot where Katara is practicing waterbending, and I'm like, that makes sense. Like we don't need this animated uh, booby trap, you know, escaping the ship scene in the yeah. show. So like I'm totally cool with this change. I think it works. Um, but I. I have to wonder how how they are or I guess I'm I'm not sure how I feel about the fact that they took episode three and made it about five minutes long. Yeah. Well, I don't know though, because I wonder it's, if they're yeah. I wonder if episode two, like the new show yeah. is gonna is gonna cut back to there because like we didn't meet Momo unless he's not in the show. Oh yeah, I don't I don't even know anything about I don't even know right. Momo's in so the it's show. like You're right. I don't know because like yeah, yeah, the episode was very like thrown in at the end. Um, it felt like and I yeah, sorry, go ahead. Yeah, and I don't know if they're gonna like start episode two where they're still there. Maybe um, I just I, I get though that they have to like they have to fit episodes into one sure. because it's the way it is but it just felt like and i understand they covered some of that background um earlier on with like the 100 years before like we get some flashback scenes in that episode and they put them at the beginning and so i get that but it was it just felt like they showed up at the temple they immediately find gyatso's body like within a minute of being there and then it's just like he goes into the avatar avatar state out of like anger and pain and like that just didn't really feel the buildup wasn't didn't feel right. Like that like moment didn't feel right to me. Well, because they did this thing where like they told him that all the avatars at all the airbenders had died and yeah. in the show he doesn't find that out until they get there. Right. That's so that's feels, true. That you think it feels like, a little yeah. bit like the emotion isn't as much because yeah. like in the show they go to the in the animated show, they go to the, like, air temple, and right. then, like, he finds they all, no one's there. Right. 
Whereas in this show, the grandma, I'm pretty sure it was stupid grandma, was like, you're the last they all died. Yeah. You're the last one. And I'm like, yeah. well, now you just ruined it for him. Because, like, they set up, like, I remember this really impactful moment after he goes into this, like, uh, state of, like, pain, Avatar state. Because, again, in the, the show, his, like, the Avatar state for him is brought on by emotional, like, outbursts, yeah. basically. Um, and after he comes out of that, he's like, I really am the last airbender, aren't I? Right. Like, he's accepting, he's like, that's a real thing. You know, before yeah. he's like, oh, you just haven't found them, you know, because you're in the water right. tribe. Like, oh, they must still be around. Um, he still has that optimism about it. And I think that shift is really important right. for the show. Um, and so I feel like, I don't know, like that, the emotional impact, I don't feel like hit the same for me. No. Um, and so that I'm like, okay, I I get it why they included it with this episode because it would be weird to start with that in a second episode. Yeah. And especially since they already set up the background stuff early on. Like, I'm like, I get why yeah. that makes sense, but I just wish there was like, I don't know, like I wish we had a little bit more dynamic with Sokka and Katara and Aang because like the three of them in that episode, you know, they kind of get to be a little silly and get to have like, you know, they're trying to... Katara's, like, kind of hiding evidence, and Sokka's, like, he's gonna find out eventually, and, like, let's just let him show us, you know, his home, and I just feel like, I don't know, like, something was missing from that, the choice of how they did that, um, so I wasn't, like, a fully on board with that, I'm, like, I get it, but I just felt like they could have just given us, like, give it, like, five more minutes, you know, like, yeah, give us a little more time, yeah, um, but that that outro song, that updated outro song. Oh yeah, that was nice. I was I was yeah. like, ooh ooh ooh, I like. This. Yeah, I wasn't like I'm on board. See, that's how I you did do a little f- teaser. That's how you tease the, the yeah. anime show. I did feel like the soundtrack was like pretty decent. Yeah, like I wasn't mad about that. I um, wasn't either because we had mentioned like how how they would do like the music and all that. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I thought that was like a a good part of it i mean I'm, i felt like for the most part like a lot of the colors and stuff were cool like it, things looked very like yeah i like, like the set it, designs i like right yeah, i like right. the way things look um yeah so i mean there was there was definitely some positives it's not like the movie where i just think everything everything was wrong i feel like there yeah. are some positives um there are definitely some things i'm concerned on and like the airbending is like hard to watch yeah i'm a little concerned um, about the airbending specifically. yeah but i mean overall like I was intrigued. I was like, I, you know, it kept my attention yeah. and I'm, I didn't hate I'm it. curious to see how they'll go the rest of the show. Yeah. I think where I stand is that I didn't hate it. Um, I didn't love it. Yeah. Like if I was going to give it a rating, I think I'd give it like a six out of 10 is where I'd probably be. Yeah. I'd be like a five and a half yeah. or a Somewhere six. Like a six. Cause I'm like, I see the potential. Yeah. I see where we can be, but I'm not there yet. Like I, I don't hate it. I don't love it, but like it's it's not like terrible. It's it's no. got room to build. It does. I think um, it has potential. Man, which I was can be a good or yeah, bad thing. I will tell you, I was disappointed when we heard Kyoshi speaking and not Roku because Roku yeah. has this like iconic voice that I was just like, oh, no Roku. Yeah, yeah, he's not here yet, and hopefully he'll show up. Um, I mean, I love Kyoshi. Don't get me wrong. Love Kyoshi. And yeah, I'm assuming we'll see her next episode or the episode after when they get to Kyoshi Island. So I'm yeah. um, looking forward to that. But one thing I was trying to look up, and I, 
I don't know why AMDB is being difficult. I wanted to see if the guy who did the music for Avatar is doing the music as well. That's I was curious about that, and I don't know why the... Who's doing that music? Okay, it's not the same person. Okay. That's the main, that was one thing I wanted to know. I'm like, is it the person who did the animated show and Korra? Because the guy, I think his name is Jer- Jeremy Zuckerman or Zucker or something. He did Avatar, the animated show, and Legend of Korra animated. So I was just curious if this is the same person. And the answer is it is not. So it is not. It's not. Yeah. But yeah, I feel like I'll, I'll try to be as optimistic as I can. Yeah. Um, Willing to give it a chance. I am I am as well. That's exactly where I am. I'm not writing yeah. it off based on the first episode. I'm willing to give it a chance, see where we go from here. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I I did have some problems though, um, you know, yeah. with what we saw. So I'm, Which, I'm a little cautious. I feel like we kind of were yeah. expecting. I, I wasn't so like optimistic to be like, there's going to be no issues because that, <laughs> that's like, it's such a hard... Um, bar yeah oh for sure uh, such a high bar such a high bar Um, yeah and so there's always gonna be things that and it's also like a thing too of like sometimes it's just like a thing of preference and like like when i mentioned Sokka's voice i just miss his voice from the anime it's just like that's like a thing of preference and like just because you grow so used to characters the way they are right um so yeah i mean there's definitely things that i think and i hope they'll like try and improve on um yeah you know, we'll see. We're going to watch a couple more episodes and come back and discuss. So I guess we'll see where we're at. Yeah, we're going to watch up through episode four. So we're going to get to the halfway point, uh, halfway through eight episodes, and then we're going to come back and talk about Share some more thoughts. Share some more thoughts. So um, Yeah, so, you know, I'm, we'll see. We'll see how things progress. We'll see. Um, just uh, I had some questions because I just like two two little tidbits because we did talk about this when we started. Um, what was your favorite character of this episode? Zuko. Yeah, I agree, Zuko. I think not even just because like, not necessarily even for his story, but I just think I was so impressed with how well the actor was able it's hard to portray like an animated character especially like a well-loved animated right yeah and i was really impressed with the actor um and i was really impressed with how they were able to show the complexities of zuko's character within like however many minutes he got to be on screen yeah um so yeah zuko for sure was my favorite um and then the other thing i was gonna ask you is um so i i read something that the creators of the sh- the show who had worked on it, you know, and then left, they were credited for this episode. Um, okay. I think for writing. Um, so I'm curious, do you think, and I think they're only credited on this episode specifically, do you think that that is going to impact the next episodes we see, like, their influence? Because I imagine they had a lot more influence earlier on than later on, just in a general sense. So I'm curious your thoughts on if that's going to change or if it's more like they kind of laid a structure and other people um, filled Um, in. I think it depends on, like, how many other writers were, like, around with them. for Because obviously, like... There's... Obviously, there's certain things, like you can't become another writer. Like, you can't embody the way they write. Um, 
But it, I guess it depends how long they were around for and how much, like, influence they had on the people around them. Um, I definitely think, like, it will have some impact. You have to imagine it will have some impact. For sure. Um, but, yeah, I'm, you know, it depends on how much influence they had on the other people before they left the show. Um We'll see. You you don't know mm-hmm. until you see it. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. So we'll see. Yeah. Yeah. I think that that about covers it for episode yeah. one, the pilot. Uh, episode Aang. 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 Yeah. That is research break. That's research break. So, uh, yeah, if you have anything you want to tell us, you can email. Oh, cash. Little Cashy, uh, he's in the background licking his legs behind Hannah. Um, yeah. But yeah, if there's anything you want to talk about or tell us, any comments you have, you can reach us at r3podcasts at gmail.com or on our Instagram, um, r3podcasts. Or I think it's actually Research Rank Repeat on Instagram. Just yeah, kidding. we couldn't get, I don't think someone You're right, we couldn't, get the, we couldn't get the handle. There's another podcast that's called like r3podcasts or r3 podcast, but it's not, yeah. I think they're fighting behind you. Um, there's some type yeah, of there's a lot of meowing. Okay, let's yeah. <laughs> um, uh, Instagram letterbox. Yeah, letterbox. Um, but yeah, let us know what you think, and uh, we'll see you next research break. Bye. Bye. We would like to thank Joseph McDade for our intro music. He provides free music available for all kinds of creative use. The song that we used is called Sunrise Expedition. And you can find it and his other music on his website, josephmcdade.com. If you would like to reach us, you can email us at r3podcasts at gmail.com. That's R, the number three, P-O-D-C-A-S-T-S at gmail.com. Or you can find us on Instagram by searching research rank repeat.